In a world where millennials have no idea what the f they're doing with their lives. What's with Millennials Podcasts? One day, a group of concerned citizens got together to conduct an experiment. They wondered, what would happen if you mixed together smartphones, mocha frappuccinos, and college debts? When all was said and done, this is what they got. Three, two, one. new what's with millennials podcast where we talk about pop culture tech and media i'm your host diadonis sitting here with my co-host truex yeah, yeah. boy truex. what is up dude how you doing brother man i'm doing good i'm doing good i i mean uh, for the most part doing good you know as much as we we can all deal with life in our own ways but good is good <laughs> um, good is good good is good you know I went to vegas a couple weeks ago and uh um well it was like a week and a half ago now okay. and uh just been working um yeah. working working <laughs> um we'll see what happens with that but i've been working and uh mm-hmm. you know things have just been good just trying to hang out with my family and and uh still make that money too that's good man, yeah, man. I'm glad to hear it How have you been oh man i've been busy uh super busy School and work, full time school, full time work. School, full time work. Full time school. Yeah. Full time work. Yeah, that's a lot. Just full time all around. That's a lot. Um, but my week has been pretty interesting. We have a whole slew of stuff going on. Um, starting with this right here. So I was actually at work, and I was talking to some of my associates, um, and I had like this ultimate realization this actualization okay it it boggled my mind it blew my mind i can legitimately say that is it gonna blow my mind i don't know and their minds i don't know because you might you might relate with them you might relate with me ah okay um so basically we were on the subject of dreams right we're talking about dreams um and i found out that the majority of people, or at least my associates, when they dream, they dream in third person. Have you ever had that? Yeah. Where you're watching yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that's happened to me uh, quite often. Um, you see yourself in the dream. Is that like how you mainly dream? Like, is it? No, could... no, no. I, I see it from my, my eyes view, too. But um, typically, I mean, I see it on both sides. But yeah, no, I've had the third person dream too, mm-hmm. where you see yourself and see others, and but yet you're still. It's almost like you're both. Yeah, like you get first person view and then you get third person view. That is the craziest thing to me, um, because they also said that they um, 
they don't feel like they control what they're doing because they're watching in third person. Oh, see, no, I'm not crazy. I don't, I've never. Okay. But everyone agreed. Yeah. And I was like, what the, what? I've never heard this before in my life. Yeah. So it was that's, crazy to me. That's, a, that's, a, that's actually a good conversation to have with it like coworkers. It was pretty deep. Yeah. That's, that's a deep conversation. Yeah, it was it was pretty deep. I was pretty surprised, more so just at the fact that you know that everyone was dreaming like this. I had no idea. Yeah, no, so, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so that was a weird actualization. Um, so that happened. Um, the Super Bowl also happened. Ah, Super Bowl did happen. The Super Bowl did happen. Patriots won. Uh, they unfortunately, <laughs> I know, I know. There's some people that are rooting for the Patriots, um, but um, anyways, yeah, <laughs> I'm still butthurt about it. Now you're good, man. Yeah. Um. The I, I didn't get a chance to see the Super Bowl. I was working. Uh, uh, I I worked for most of it, but I was uh, watching it on my phone. Oh, see, I don't get that. So, yeah, well, the managers had it behind their desks. So. Oh, what? No, yeah, there you I'll, go. I'll say that. I won't. I won't say some other stuff that's been happening. But uh, they were watching football behind the desk. So I figured that was that was enough excuse for me to watch it behind that's my fair. phone. Yeah. Right. No, so, that's fair. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So something that typically comes from the Super Bowl are the commercials. Yeah. And the commercials are always like this weird kind of interesting, strange, to creative. To weird, to, to funny. To all the above. Um, and that's simply because like the Super Bowl is like the prime time for commercials. I think most people in the world, like it is like the one thing that people all around the world watch, not just yes. America, everywhere in the world. So yeah, that's their time to advertise. This is also the time where commercials are the most expensive. Yeah. So there's no other time. So uh, what companies are doing is that they're this is like their top of the year ideas. Yeah. And they all put them together and they put them on for, for everyone, the whole world to see. So these commercials are supposed to be like just top of the line, top tier people. And, uh, yeah, can I say that what? sometimes, man, they wasted a lot of freaking money. <laughs> Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Uh, I remember some of the most me- memorable ones um, was like the Budweiser, the uh, with the frogs. Uh, the, well, they have like several. You had the frogs, and then the What's Up the ones. Was up. Yeah, uh, it started was... from Super Bowl two, I believe. Yep, yeah, those were really popular. Yeah. Um, so, did you get a chance to see any of the commercials? Um, not really, uh, to be honest. I, I, I think I want to go like YouTube it for for. A couple hours and just watch the yeah. the commercials. I'm sure someone put them all together. Oh yeah, that's how I saw I them. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's exactly how I saw them. Yeah. Um. So outside of uh, you know, the new movie trailers that they had. So they had new movie trailers for um, the Avengers Endgame movie. They had a new movie trailer for uh, um, the other Marvel movie, uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. Or yeah, Captain Marvel. Wow. Um, <laughs> Captain America. No, Captain no, Marvel. Captain Marvel. The girl. The oh girl, my gosh. I anyway. see. I'm, I'm so like, I haven't been watching any yes, of those Captain stuff. Marvel. Um, and some of the cool ones was uh, they had a really cool Walmart commercial. Okay. And in this Walmart commercial, they had like the most nostalgic, like, uh, movie cars, like come and pick up stuff from Walmart because Walmart's promoting like their delivery service. Okay. And so they had like the DeLorean. They had like the the Ghostbusters car. Oh, nice. They had uh, like Bumblebee. Yeah, um, they had like just all these like retro cars. They had the, the, the Scooby Doo van. Did they have a Dick Tracy car? I hope they had no. One. no. Uh, they had Knight Rider. Knight Rider though. Yeah, they had uh, the Flintstones car. Okay. 
Um, I had a couple of others. Um, but yeah, anytime that you just trying to get a millennial's attention, just throw nostalgia in a way, and they're just like, yes, yes. it's all for Walmart. Me. Walmart. Exactly. It's a, it's, it just gets burned into people's heads. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Um, that, and then uh, the other standout commercial was there's like a football wedding where um, there is a, a football on top of a cake, and then someone like accidentally hits the cake and the ball falls. And then all the football players oh, at the yeah, wedding are like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. Fumble! Fumble! And you had like Joe Montana. You had like everyone in there. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so that was going on. Um, and then I might have some, I have a little something for news. I'll talk about it a little bit okay. later. But um, okay. before we get started with that, I wanted to let everyone know that this episode was brought to you by Within Range, the upcoming apparel company of the future. What started off as a disc golfer's passion has turned into an overnight sensation. Check them out at facebook.com slash Within Range Disc Golf. That's facebook.com slash Within Range Disc Golf. D-I-S-C Golf. Now we got a great show coming up for you ghosting our topic is ghosting why do we give people the cold shoulder um we're also going to be giving a review of kingdom hearts 3 the video game um answering listener mail about social justice warriors and box it out game if the uh, time permits uh but first we're going to get started with our next segment which is news jeremy hit it All right, so uh, you, you ruined my first part of news, which was uh, Super Bowl, but that's okay. Oh, no worries, you know. Uh, I'll forgive you this time. It's going to happen from time to time. So um, I'm going to start off with one that uh, anybody who likes cheese will wonder why someone would really do this unless you're really having a big party of cheese fans. Um, okay. But... Um, Imagine going to a wedding and and uh, you know going to the reception afterwards and you're looking for that cake and you find a wedding cheesecake instead of a regular wedding cake. Oh, I would be so happy. <laughs> would that make you happy? Yes. That that's like one of your things. That is the best. If you don't like cheesecake, I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah. So like Costco is selling a 24 pound cheese wedding cake incapable of feeding 150 guests. That's fantastic. Like. Here's here's your cheesecake, <laughs> but it's not a cheesecake. You can have your cake it's and eat just, it too. It's just cheese. Wait, it's literally it's not a cheesecake? No, yeah, I think it's it's just cheese. Wait, what? Oh, it's a cheese cake. Yeah. Oh, okay, never mind. I don't want it. It is a it is a cake. Oh, it's made gonna, of it's cheese. A, I don't want to okay, add why stupid would, ads. Sorry. Ads. No, you're good. Why why would why would someone want that? <laughs> Don't know. Is it a I, wedding party for Mickey Mouse and I, friends? I I guess so, but I mean the cake only costs four hundred thirty nine dollars. Only four hundred thirty nine dollars oh, for this it. block that's, of cheese that no change. one at your wedding is gonna want to eat. They might though. If you're if you like cheese, you, you like this. Okay, it's a white person. Wedding I was about cake, to say okay? yeah, that's like it's, a white it's person. It's a white person cake. thing because they Dude, they, they do. Cheese yeah, displays guys, at, at white weddings. You so. guys do like the, them cheeses, though. We do. Oh, man. You get some, like, aged cheddar or See? you get some, oh, man. I I, no goat cheese is amazing. You know what you else? Some, oh, what? so, like, you, you do, do you like blue cheese? 
You get something that's even better than blue cheese. You get gorgon. You, you want some cheese? Let me tell you about some cheese. You get gorgonzola cheese, right? Gorgonzola is like a little bit stronger of a blue cheese. Okay, no, 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 no. Just so you make you make tomato Truex. tomato soup. Truex, I'm black. And you you add in the gorgonzola cheese. Truex, I'm black. Oh man, it's so delicious. Yeah, okay, white folks, um, you should try that one day. Oh jeez, um, So, anyways, uh, yeah. So I just figured it's uh, it's quite funny that Costco is now selling a cheesecake. But it's not a cheese. I'd be cake. so mad if I was like, "Oh, I'm getting cheesecake," and it was just like literally just yeah, cheese. Yeah, it's a cake made of cheese. <laughs> I'd be so pissed. I'd be um, so pissed. And then we have Texas man. So I'm glad. So see these things. These things got me quitting. It got What's me that? to stop. Uh, it's called Zen, and uh, Zen is uh, looks like a, a chew pouch, but it's not. It's like it's a pouch filled with just nicotine salt. Okay, and it's flavored. No okay. cancer to it. It's addictive because it's nicotine, but it doesn't do any harm. Okay. So it's helped me quit smoking vape, huh. right? I was vaping. Um, so this is why I'm kind of glad I quit vaping because a Texas man died uh, um, after a vape pen explosion severed major artery. Mm-hmm. Uh, it caused uh, penetrating trauma, medical examiner says. Dude, that's crazy to think about. Yeah. Is that like the first, uh, first like official death, death. from like... A vape pen? Yeah. I, there's, I've heard other stories of them exploding. And I think these vape pen companies need to actually recall them all and, and make sure that they're all safe and good to go. Yeah, that's a scary thought. Yeah. That's a real scary thought. Super Especially, scary. Like, I mean, like, just how casual uh, smoking vapes are. And, like, it's, right. it's people who are, you know, some sometimes, it's, it's not all people, but sometimes it is people who are just trying to, you know, cut uh, bad, bad other habits. Right, get and, away that's, from and that's why I vaped. You know, I, I chewed and I smoked cigarettes for a long time. I started smoking it at the age of 13. Mm-hmm. I'm 36 and I finally just quit. Like, I, I like a cigar here and there, but I'm not going to go back to smoking cigarettes or anything like that. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I this stuff works. You, you know what? This is a great opportunity for. This is a great opportunity for cigarette companies to make like an advertisement. Yeah. Just be like, come on, we welcome you on back. Hey, we might kill you in the long run, but we ain't going to kill you right now. We're not going to explode in your face. <laughs> uh, let's pitch that to, to, the, to the cigarette companies. Oh, it's a shame. Uh, maybe make some money. Um, but no, it's a shame that he was 24 years old, man. And uh, his vaporizer pen just exploded him. And it, it it's right by the face. Mm-hmm. So it's you, you have those arteries in your necks and in your neck and you, you could go. Um, so I'm glad I put mine away. I'm done. Yeah. But yeah. After so, that, I am too. Yeah. So if you do vape, think about that. And you, and you say it won't happen to you. I bet you this guy said it too. And it, it killed him. So Damn. yeah. And then uh, my third news is um, there is a new. Okay. After it rains every year here in Sacramento, mm-hmm. what do we get in the roads? The puddles? Floods? No. Like after it rains, like when you're driving down the road and you. Homeless people? Potholes. Oh. Are, we have some streets that just fall apart when it rains. I don't know what they did, but uh, I feel bad for the homeless people. The homeless I just threw under the bus right there, now. There, Sorry. Are, there are a lot of homeless people out there now, and uh, maybe one day that'll all be fixed. Who knows? Yes, along with potholes. Yeah, potholes though need to be fixed. So what's going on with the potholes? So the potholes. Um, scientists uh, hope that a bacteria that they kind of discovered could be the cure for potholes. A bacteria. What? Yeah. And uh, it's in Philadelphia, shattering drop, uh, a slight jolt, and then an inevitable headache. Parking lot attendee 
uh, Juan Macklin recounts his daily work commute avoiding potholes, okay? Mm-hmm. So, as for most drivers uh, across the nation, um, February uh, marks the beginning of a long, treacherous, pothole-filled journey of winter road mayhem, right? So, lots of rain, lots of snow, lots of whatever mm-hmm. creates these, pothole, these potholes. Um, but, so, it's a new study that was found by Drexel University, um, I'm not going to pronounce his name. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, found that the surface of concrete was yeah. better able to withstand damage from road salt uh, called calcium chloride after being treated with a certain type of bacteria. So basically what this bacteria, I, went, I actually read a little bit of this ar- article, and, okay. and this bacteria um, basically forms to its conditions around it. And so what it does is it actually creates almost like a limestone. And so it helps keep those... Th- the the concrete from breaking in but but it's going to be like limestone no it's like it, they're using like a certain um uh sand and it, in the concrete itself okay. and then that bacteria makes limestone with that sand and gotcha. it, it basically helps fill in some of those cracks yeah to stop the the, the concrete from breaking okay. down so what it sounds like is that we're going to have quicksand roads now <laughs> And no, they're not, like at not, least we're not having no, potholes. No, because it's regular concrete, but they're using a certain type of sand salt th- stuff that the bacteria yeah. really forms with. I got you. I was just giving you. Argument. Yeah, I know you were, okay. but it's okay. I think it's really cool because eventually we might not have potholes. So Sacramento, get on this one, like now. I'm sure it's, they'll find some way. Yeah, potholes always find a way. <laughs> I to, hope to not, my car right. tire. Yeah, seriously. All right, I got one for news right here. Um, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson had an interview. Mm. Uh, have you heard about this? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I wanted to talk about this. Um, in which he said that he was roaming the streets for a week looking to harm or kill a black person after finding out that someone who he loved was raped by a black person. Um, so I know, I know you just told me that you heard about this. They also yes. ended up can- canceling. He just had a movie that that's uh, about to come out. Yeah. They just canceled his red carpet for it. Yeah. Now, I'm a, I, I'm biased on this because I'm an African-American male. Um, and also because Liam Neeson is my favorite Star Wars character. Uh-huh. So Qui-Gon Jinn, that's my favorite <laughs> Star Wars Jedi. Um. So, but before I, before I get my views on this, you want to talk about yours then? Um, yeah. I mean, I hearing the situation. Yeah. Thinking from a dumb uh, actor's point of view, because actors aren't as smart as they try and act like they are, because they have money. Um, they're pretty stupid and ignorant in some sense, and um, I don't think he meant it the way everyone took it. I think he meant it as I was looking for it, this, in particular, black person, to harm him. Mm-hmm just describing him as it was described to him. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm not in his head. Mm-hmm. So I honestly, I don't know. I don't think they should have canceled the red carpet until there's more knowledge to mm-hmm. the, the, to the situation. Um, I didn't read fully in depth on it. It was mm-hmm. more of a scan. I saw some of it and I, I kept going. Okay. Um, so he did mean he was just looking for any for black, person. any black person. He was just looking for any black person. He was being completely honest. Okay. He was being very upfront. It, did he say that out loud? Like he yes. he recognized that that's yes. what he meant. Okay. Yeah. No. No. He he said that out loud. He completely fully admitted it. And and you know my my feelings on this is that I'm not upset with him. Okay. Um. I actually appreciate the fact that he admits 
to having racist thoughts. I appreciate that. Not saying that I appreciate him being or acting in a racist manner, but I appreciate his honesty. Because I feel like the time that I don't respect somebody is if someone is influenced by some kind of racist thought and then doesn't admit to it or like kind of like just shoves it under the carpet. You know what I mean? Just kind of like bypasses it. Um, and that, that's the thing that I really have problem problems with. I don't have problems with someone who admits that they were having a fleeting moment um, thinking this way. Now, Liam Neeson is also a 60-year-old man, which, you know, doesn't discredit his thoughts. Um, but, you know, if there's anyone racist, you're usually going to be, like, looking at, like, grandma. Grandma, like, grandpa, or great-grandma, great-grandpa. They always say something like this, just, like, borderline. When you go over for Christmas, you be like, oh, don't you be bringing those people over there, over here. You know how they do. And be like, grandma, come on. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, I, yeah, do you mind if I interject? Wait, wait. wait, wait I, I don't know if it was purely a racist comment, though. Um, that is that is a hundred percent racist. No, because I mean, you, I'm looking for a black person. All he is looking for is someone because of their skin color. Like that's literally like you're. you're he's not looking for a. He was looking for anyone of that skin color to because he was just upset based on the situation. Yeah, because he was upset. I don't. I don't necessarily because racism. Racism. You have to believe that you're you're in power over those people, and in that circumstance, that wasn't empowerment. That was vengeance. Is more of what that was That's like. Still racist. So, for instance, what would you call someone who's going around looking to beat up gay people? Well, if they're specifically going only after those, yes. not for a search for for a specific a situation that happened, mm-hmm. and just doing it out of hatred, that's one thing. His hatred was based on vengeance, not towards the color. Based on what it sounds like, I'm not arguing that it, it it's wrong. It's still uh, because it, it's absolutely wrong. But yes. knowing the situation of it doesn't matter. It's still racist. You've never had a a, a break where you're like, I'm gonna go find that that white dude and the crud out of him if i was specifically looking for that one dude he had no description of it except the fact that he okay. was an african-american okay. and this is I, what he admits just he playing devil's a, advocate here yeah That's, I, the, I don't know the whole scenario the, this is so. what he admits is that he all he knew is that it was an african-american male so he was looking for african-american males to fight or kill got it so there, I don't think there's really, a, you know, a way for him to talk his way out of it. Which, like I said, I appreciate the fact that he even brought it up in the first place. Because yeah. that there's a, you know, a testament to that. Because not only, uh, you know, did he bring it up and say like he apologized for it, but I, the fact that he even brought it up in the first place, I find bravery in that. Not in the action of him having racist thoughts, but in the action of him admitting to those thoughts. Because I think that people focus too much on being like, Oh, I'm not racist. I don't do anything racist. I don't have any biases. Um, you know, I don't see color. I think that's BS. I think that's BS. I don't I, see color. That's, I think that's BS you, you, because you've, you've told me that before, yeah. but I don't see color. I see everybody as an equal all the way through and through. It doesn't matter race. And when mm-hmm. I laugh at, I love racial comedy. Mm-hmm. I think it's hilarious, especially when every race is mentioned and racial made fun of. Racial comedy is seeing race. No, because it's actually not. It's it's making fun of the races to blind you to racism. To, to, to you blind, blind you. to racism no, by no, no, seeing race. No, no, it blinds you to the idea that that 
all races are perfect or better than the other because you point out imperfections in those races. But in order to do all, uh, in order to see those races, you have to see the races. So once again, it's 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 you're supposed to celebrate the differences without segregating. That's right. that's what it is. Right. So, but you can't do that if you're colorblind. You can't be like, oh, I see that there's physically a difference between us, but why is he like that? Let's celebrate where, what your background is instead of trying to, we're supposed to integrate, but also celebrate. Right. So, and we do, but then, but then you have portions of celebration in that where people say it's cultural appropriation, which I think it's a good thing that cultures intertwine and intermix and that we wear, you know, if a woman looks beautiful in a, in a, in a Chinese gown, why should that be considered cultural appropriation when if someone else wears it? Yeah, it depends. I, I don't I don't really think a costume or anything like that should ever be considered. That should be an honor to to those cultures that people want to use that and portray. It, it depends. Once again, you, you know, you don't have the same kind of background as as um, other people. So you, you're not seeing it from their perspective. Um so essentially, I mean, like what you, there's no real way to for for Caucasian people, cultural appropriation is society. So and we're tr- everyone's trying to cultural appropriate like the, your your cultural appropriation is just us living here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like for for instance, like someone dressing up as an Indian, right? Um, that might not be disgraceful or our intent. If I was to dress up like an Indian, it wouldn't be my intent to um, make disgrace or make fun of or make light of someone's nationality. But you have to think of what they're feeling because it takes their culture and then it makes it almost like a game for me. The reason why I'm wearing that is not because I'm, I'm going to be like, oh, I'm wearing this every day. I'm going, no, I want to have a fun experience in your shoes without going through what you're going through. Yeah, but it, here's the thing. But you shouldn't. I actually had this conversation with with uh, my fiance last night, kind okay. of in a, in a sense, not on the cultural appropriation, but mm-hmm. for the sense of worrying about what it may do to someone else's feelings. OK, because if your intent isn't directed at anybody and it's directed for. Um, celebration or Halloween or whatever it may be. And the intent is not there to harm someone mentally or to offend them. Mm -hmm. Their offense to that is on their own. They, they are responsible for their own, for themselves being offended based off of you when it's not directed at them. Now it's, if it's directed at them to make fun of them, then they have the right to be offended and say, Hey, that's not cool. But when it's not directed at them for offense, if they're offended, that's on their own. Completely disagree. No, that's fine. You oh, can pl- you can you you're more than welcome to disagree to yes. that fact. But it's it it really is. We should not have to walk around worrying about other people's feelings based off of, of what we might say or what action we may take. Now, if we say it directly to somebody and it's meant to harm them, then yes, we should have to worry about that. There's what you're not putting into effect is society. What you're not putting into effect is what's currently going on with certain people and certain groups. Um, there's You can wear something that would be offensive to somebody else and start a fight with somebody. So, for instance, completely out of just something that's like just stupid, right? If... Um, and a lot of it has to do with relation. 
And what, what do I mean by that? Um, for instance, like uh, one that I always hear is, oh, why can't um, Caucasian people say the N-word, right? Um, so I'm going to use this extreme example. And the way that I look at it is at relation, right? So um, the, the number one argument is always, oh, well, um, the black people over there are always saying it. Why, why can I say it? That's, I don't see why, why that is. And it's the reason why it's relation is because if I was to go up, if, so, if a Caucasian person come up to me and then calls me the N-word and then I get upset, right? Yeah. The reason why that's, I will get upset is because of this. If for whatever reason, Truex, if a guy, any, a random person comes up to your woman, right? And he goes, hey, what's up, baby? Right? Mm-hmm. Now, um, and you, what would you say to that? I'd say she's taken. Yeah, she's taken. Like, don't talk to her like that or whatever, right? Say, yeah, it's just a, she's taken. Okay, don't talk to her like that, right? right? Okay. Um, what if you called her a B? I'm probably going to knock him out. Okay. Why is that? Uh, because that's just messed up. You don't, you don't, you don't walk up to a woman and, and just call mm-hmm. her that unless it's now good cause. It's because he doesn't have that relation with her. Right? right now, when her best friend comes up to her and say, Hey, what's up B? That's different. Then it's different. Right. right? Because they have that relation. Right. So if a Caucasian person comes up to an African-American person, don't know him, calls them the N-word, they don't have that relation in the same exact way that someone else coming up to your girl doesn't have that relation with your girlfriend, even though you, their excuse would be like, I just heard you call her baby like two seconds ago. What, I can't say it? Now, relating that over to, um, you know, cultural appropriation is that you or me or whoever that's not in that race, we don't have that relation to that race. So for me, in my eyes, if I'm going up to someone else and be like, no, what I'm doing about your race is okay. It's, it's not, it's not okay. Um, I don't have that relation to that race that they do to that race. Okay. So uh, with that said, I, I, to, to, to merge those two is, is, I, in my eyes, a, a little off. I mean, I, I get it. I get where you're going because it's it's true, that relation. But when it comes to culture, you don't know what a white person may have towards that culture. You don't know what in their genealogy or their living life where they actually have something involved with that. So you can't assume, you should never assume that someone's intent is to offend you unless it's directed at you because it's an assumption well, that okay. you're, you're taking offense to something when because someone gets offended. i know I, I know white girls that don't look asian that have asian ge- blood mm-hmm. or there's people out there that have grown up in other countries due to military okay and so, so there's a lifestyle there that if so they're it, are they the, wearing those clothes normally Maybe not normally, but maybe not normally. So then you're you're using it as a costume for a day. It's making that's a, not a costume. A, that's, it's make, that's if that's if you're talking that's, about like for Halloween. No, not just Halloween. Even if it's a costume, that's it's you're not using it to make fun of them unless it's it's directed at somebody. You go like you dress up as a Jewish person to go make fun of a Jewish person at a, at a Halloween thing. That's different. How but, is that different? Because if you're dressing to direct it at somebody, that's wrong. 
if you're dressing so for yourself. So if you're yourself, dressing up as an Indian or as um, a geisha, but you're not, how is that any different than if you're dressing up as um, a, a Jewish rabbi and you're not? Well, no, it, it's based off its direction. If you're directing at somebody to insult them on purpose, that's it's wrong. But if you're doing it for Halloween or if you're doing it because you like the gown and it mm-hmm. looks good and you're going to a fancy party, why not? Okay. Or, so or, here's, here's my question for you then. Because it's can not you, directed at somebody to can insult you, them. Can you indirectly insult somebody? Oh, of course. But when you okay. indirectly insult somebody, that falls on them that are insulted, not on no, the person who did it, who who said it. And if the person okay. goes, okay, you have a really good point, I'm sorry, then that's great. And if you never say anything, you can't be mad at them for it. Yes, you can. No, because it was indirect. If it's indirect, <laughs> it's not directed at you. So you're taking offense to something that someone said that they have no idea that they offended if some, you. If someone says something that is like a blanket statement that includes me indirectly in it, you can't tell me that. Oh, you shouldn't be mad about. Okay, that well that's I wasn't well that's different. That's different. You didn't you didn't specify. Okay. If I said so something if and someone I was, was talking, dressing up. Okay, so take it from from words then. If some instead of someone saying something, someone dresses up as something that indirectly includes me in that subject, then I can be offended by it, even if it is indirect. Yeah. The only difference is the. Okay, so you agree with me. But it's but how do you react to that offense? Do you scream and yell at them and never talk to them again, or do you talk it out with them? I think it depends because once again that goes back to relation. If a person comes up to me and is wearing a f n word shirt and i don't have that relation to them then i and and they come up and saying the n-word to me then yeah i might knock them out um if they just wearing the shirt i mean i might be like you're stupid depending on what how extreme that shirt is i might tell someone to take that off if it's if it's like i don't know yeah once again like extreme something extreme right but again that's 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 a direct Approach at somebody compared to wearing. Okay, so if I saw somebody walking by wearing something that was racist or wearing like blackface, I would tell someone to take that off. It's different. That's that's a little different because that's really pushing the bounds of 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 what is is actual racism and what is not compared to wearing a, a a gown made in you know for that's a Chinese gown and wearing it to. A fancy dinner that's not anything that's directed or saying a, a, a negative word or racist or anything like that they're celebrating that culture's dress saying it's beautiful and i want to wear it for this beautiful event in my mind's eye if i made something and then another country wore it i'd be honored by that because that is showing that they find the beauty in my culture as well does that make sense no <laughs> Okay, so that, that, that's the best way I think I can put how the, I the, feel about I was, it. That I don't think anyone should really take offense uh, to it, and if I, I if they do, it falls it on was, them. It was with you to the end part where they said you said they take um, pride in your culture as well. That doesn't necessarily mean that, but. Let us know. Write us at WWM Podcast. Your thoughts and feelings on all that. We got way off topic. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> um, once again, this episode was brought to you by Within Rains the Upcoming Apparel Company of the Future, which started off as a disc golfer's passion has turned into an overnight sensation. Check them out at facebook.com slash within range disc golf. And real quick, I just want to shout out to my boys and women on uh, Team Within Range. Yeah. There you go. All right, let's speed through this a little bit. Um, so um, I, I was going to do If You've Been Living Under a Rock, 
what we've been doing a lot of times. Let me just <laughs> read through this real quick. Now, ghosting, um, we both know is, you know, a coin term for someone who just kind of just cuts all ties yep. with somebody, yep. gives somebody the cold shoulder. I want to talk a little bit about this in workplaces and online dating and in relationships. Um, so let's start with online dating ghosting. Okay. Because I would say that's probably the most predominant it's horrible. Ghosting. Back when I used it and I absolutely hated, I hated mm-hmm. online dating. Ghosting happened all the time on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's horrendous. Um, so I guess my first question, would you just kind of answered, have Sorry. you ever ghosted somebody? Uh, oh yeah. A couple times. And, and, and once someone I was actually dating. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, so how did, is it okay if I ask about that? Does, you, does your girl care. mind if I, she hears I, like, I, she knows of this story. I'm, okay. I'm pretty sure I've told her before anyways, uh, whether she remembers or not, that's a different story. But, okay. um, uh, so I was dating this girl. I had been single for, uh, about two years almost. And I was kind of dating this girl. And, um, one day, like, I always felt like she would, I was the one who made the effort to call text, whatever yep. it may be. And, uh, so I got tired of it. And so I decided to, to see if she would actually reach out to me. Mm-hmm. And I just stopped talking to her period flat out and i didn't get a text until two and a half weeks later on new year's she said oh happy new year's i'm just you know whatever and like i completely ghosted her from that point on and it was because it was like dude like you never made effort yeah and at that point i was going through a rough time and honestly if you're not going to make effort it's not even worth my time because i got way too many things happening there you go yeah Take that, Take lady. Take that. And I'm, I, ghosting's wrong if you've been like seeing someone for a long time and it kind of got serious if you just mm-hmm. ghost them, that's wrong. But if you're just dating someone that's really not gotten serious, then it's like, you know what, whatever. Nah, you guys, that's messed up. Move on. Um, my question is, why does this happen? So what, in your situation um, with this uh, young lady, was there no other better way that you felt in the moment that there was to handle that situation. No, no, no. <laughs> You're like, this is the one answer. No, it just wasn't worth it. Yeah. It was, it, it was honestly, it was, it was kind of cool at first. And then it just got weirder mm-hmm. and weirder in the, 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 the dating element. And I just finally was like, it ain't worth it. She don't make the effort. I'm yeah. not going to make the effort. It started off as an experiment to see if she would. Yes. And after it got past a week and I never heard from her, I said, well, obviously she doesn't care. Yes. And so I just stopped. Now, I think a a lot of that has to do also, too, with the revolving door that is online dating. Yeah. Of, like, people coming in, people going out, people always trying to go on to the next better thing. Yeah. So it makes all these moments so very fleeting. Um, With my experience with online dating, a lot of times I feel like... uh, I feel I know the girls who I would be talking to are dating like two, three dudes at once. Yeah. yeah. So like, and that's not including all the messages that they're getting and, and reading and responding to. Yeah. And seeing what else is out there. Yeah. Um, so I think that went, that you're not alone. I think that happens a lot. Um, and I don't know what, what do you think that says about a person when they just kind of ghost on somebody? specifically because i mean i don't feel like it's it makes necessarily a person terrible no it doesn't because my 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 reason was i had already tried talking to her about it and mm-hmm. she never really 
cared or responded to it. And, yeah. Um, so I didn't think of, of ghosting her as, as a, a, a mean thing. Yeah. But some people do it just meanly because they're just done with you. It's, you know, I've I, driving Lyft, you hear a lot of conversations in a car. And man, the w- women are ruthless. Yeah. Women are more ruthless than men. Um, they are the worst. They they literally will sit there and talk about they did this with this guy and this guy and this guy within like a matter of three days and they're with this one, but these are just side hustles. And then they talk about all sorts of stuff and they're ruthless. Those are the conversations from women. Men yeah. don't talk about that. Yeah. We're I, just like, oh, we smashed this girl like, over. like women are ruthless they, and they've talked about ghosting guys and it, it's just... I think online dating has made dating a shopping mall of possible dates. Yeah. Compared to randomly meeting someone in the store or through a mutual friend. Yeah. Or you you don't see that very often. And it's be, it's like everyone has this option of, oh, my God, I have the world in my hands. Mm-hmm. And they get to reach in and pick whoever they want. So they're picking multiple and then returning what they don't want mm-hmm. <laughs> and taking something else and returning that if they don't like it. Yeah, dude, that adds another challenge for guys because you got to be like on your game like 24-7. Oh, your game's got to be freaking spot on. Like what? I don't like how one of his legs is longer than the other. Yeah. <laughs> Drop him. Yeah. Um. So let's talk a little bit about relationship ghosting. So okay. once someone gets into a relationship, now this is kind of where I'm like, wow, like this is like, this can be terrible. This is ruthless. This can be ruthless. When you're in a relationship with someone and then they just ghost you, just psh, gone. Not cool. Alakazam. Um, what, what do you think could compel somebody to ghost someone in a relationship? Like in a committed relationship? <sighs> Honestly, if you're in a committed relationship and you ghost someone, you were never committed. At least to have a conversation with that person and mm-hmm. go, it's not working, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't give an explanation, that's better than just ghosting somebody. Or even, I got broken up with over text once. Oh, At least that's better than ghosting. No, though. that's messed up. I would, like, yeah, like, I would you rather. Don't have to, you don't have the guts to do yeah. it in my face. Like, well, yeah. I mean, like, of course, but, the, the best scenario would be in the face and the second best would be at least tech at, uh, yeah, least, at texting. least it's not a ghost then, right like, yeah the worst i would think is like just go like just not say nothing just not even an acknowledgement just like, psh, if gone. yeah if you just disappear you're mia and you're not mm-hmm. nowhere to fa- be found numbers mm-hmm. changed everything facebook's changed mm-hmm. it, that's wrong now i've actually ghosted somebody in a relationship uh, I have, but question was yes. it a good relationship, bad relationship, violent it relationship? It was violent. No, I'm just, I'm just uh, like, I mean, like, was, was she whooping on you? Was no, okay, no, um, it was just because the same kind of same scenario where I tried to talk to her and then it would wouldn't go anywhere, and then we would make um, uh, like uh, compromises. Okay. Uh, and then I would do my part of the compromise and then she wouldn't do her part of the compromise. And then like, I stopped seeing her because she was never able to come see me and wouldn't uh, let me go see her. I know what you're talking about. Yes, I you know do. this one. Okay. Um, so then, yeah, for that, I just kind of ghosted. Did. Yeah. You didn't I, know didn't, I, didn't ghost? I didn't know you ghosted her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I ghosted her. She was kind of, cool person though because yeah. we, when we went down and saw adam corolla and like took the podcasting mm-hmm. class and stuff it we we stayed at her mom's house yes we right? did yeah yep 
Yeah, like you should, you just yeah, you should just no effort. Just no effort. Yeah, that was weird. So, so what made you? What compelled you to give to give the ghost instead of going? Hey, this ain't working out. Because she was saying that she was trying, but she wasn't, and I was gonna be like, okay, I'll see if you try. So kind of just, kind of where I was at too. Yeah. But mine was more of a dating. It wasn't super committed. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, mine was just like, okay, I'm, I'll see if you try. Yeah. I'm gonna stay back. And then let you do your thing and see if you actually try. And she never. There was did. no try, so no. there was no care in the world. No. Yeah. So yeah. So in that circumstance, if it's not really committed, now if you're living with somebody and you're committed in that sense and you ghost them, then that's just absolutely wrong. You just pick mm-hmm. up your stuff, move out one day, and you're gone. Yeah. That's horrid. But in that situation, I mean, there's already no commitment. She's not reaching out to you like I was mm-hmm. seeing to, and it's like I'm not even gonna try because you're not gonna care. You know, you're going to yeah. pretend you care, but you really don't. You should have just said it. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, I think the worst ghost story I've heard was there was this woman who was living with um, her male partner. And she came home and she saw him in the bed sleeping with somebody else in their bed. So then she left the house immediately. She deleted his number, blocked him, um, called all of her family. Had told her, told them all the situation, told him not to talk to him and told him not to like tell anything about her. Yeah. And then, um, like packed up all of her stuff and like all while he was sleeping. So then when he woke up, he, he never heard from her. Oh my God. Yeah. That's nuts. That's like, like extreme that's ghosting. Extreme. That's where I want to be at. You no, know, that's the, even in that realm, you're married. You should at least get your one word in of. Nah, just ghost. No. Go and I don't think they were married. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. I don't think they were married. So anyway, um, oh, I don't know. There's a guy just outside. Anyway, um, so yeah. So next, we're gonna talk about because we're gonna move on to our next segment. Um, is we're gonna give a little review. Ooh. Yeah, you ready for this? Yes. All right, we're gonna get in our next segment, which is these reviews. Hello, I'm Patrick Stewart, theater genius. All right. So, have you ever heard of Kingdom Hearts three? I have not. You have not. No. Have you heard of Kingdom Hearts at all? I think so. Is it a video game? It is a video game. Okay. It is. So a... I have heard of it. Never played it. Okay. So it is one of the hottest video games out right now. Just came out um, after like a twelve year hiatus from its last video game. So it came out like when I was a kid. Okay. Um, the first and the second one. Um, so this was highly anticipated. And what it is, basically, it is you play a character who travels to different worlds, and every single world is a different Disney movie. Oh. And your sidekicks or your partners are Goofy and Donald. That's awesome. Yes. It is fantastic. (laughs) It was one of my favorite. I do know about this, because it did come out a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, And that's back when I actually gamed a little bit, but I never got it. Dude, it was fantastic. It doesn't hold up as good as it used to because it's like older controls. Right. And uh, was that PlayStation 1? Yeah, the first one was like PlayStation. No, it was PlayStation 2. First one was PlayStation 2. And so. then the second one was on pay- PlayStation 3. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, this just came out. So, let me give you my review okay. of Kingdom Hearts 3. Wait, so you've played it? I have it, yeah. Oh, it. oh, you have it? Yes, I have okay. it and I've been playing it. I'm jealous. All right, you loyal Disney fans. 
Hell has frozen over because Kingdom Hearts 3 is out and changing the way that we play. But does the highly convoluted plot and rigorous cutscenes shape this issue of Disney into a dud? Or was it worth waiting for the 12-year sequel? Only one way to find out, let's get to it. This time, Sora, Donald, and Goofy are back with a vengeance to put a cap on the legendary franchise of Kingdom Hearts 3. In this iteration, the gang travels to mostly Pixar-influenced worlds such as Toy Story, Frozen, and Monsters, Inc. The story is, unfortunately, it's ransacked with just ridiculous amounts of cutscenes, uh, confusing storylines, including characters that no one remembers for like 12 years ago, right? Um, now, where Kingdom Hearts 3 soars is in the updated fighting mechanics. As you slash about, the combat system holds no punches. The movement is agile and quicker than past iterations, with more moves that you than you can shake a Mickey Mouse hat at. New moves featuring classic Disney rides such as teacups and Splash Mountain give the game a more fluid and arcadey feel that's loads of fun. My final rating for this is 7 out of 10. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So, so the storyline isn't, uh, it's a little confusing. And yeah. You're getting cutscenes from parts of Dude. movies that you probably don't remember. Not even that. It's, yeah, that. But it's, it's like, I can't even, like... I can't describe the cutscenes without making it seem like I'm over exaggerating because okay. but I'm not. You have a cutscene, right? Okay. You know what a cutscene is, right? Uh yes. Okay, so you'll have a cutscene, the little film movie will play out the it'll be no joke like 2 minutes long, right? Uh -huh. And then and you can't skip to, through it. I guess you could, but you won't know what's going on uh, okay. cuz then it'll throw you off, right? So then I guess you could skip through it or whatever. You have the cutscene 2 minutes long and then you'll fight. You'll fight for like a good Another maybe like two minutes, and there'll be another cutscene for like two minutes, oh. like right after that. Like it's legitimately like back to back to back. Oh, see, that's too much. Yes, you you got to be able to be into the game and have those certain checkpoints where you get it, but not every two minutes. That's... It's literally you'd like yeah, every like oh, that's no two to five minutes is another full blown cutscene. That's just like, not cool. Why? Yeah, that's not cool. Like if I'm playing a game, I don't. I really hate the cutscenes. Mm -hmm. Give me as much of the storyline as you can, and in a very minimal amount of time. Mm -hmm. Like that's all I need. That's all I need. See, that would be perfect too. Yeah, but now I just feel like I'm playing. Uh, I'm watching a movie, and it just happens to have like little sections where I could kind of like play in it. And yeah, you get to interact in it. That's get to it. interact in it. Yeah, that's. Uh, maybe know, right? it's for maybe because it's more for kids. See, I thought about that. And, you know, it's not a game for adults now, um, but they the stuff that they add into it, I, I, I don't know, the, the stuff that they add into it, so it's more convoluted with, with the fighting scenes as well. There's okay. a lot of commands for it. So I would say it's for, like, teenagers, but who, the, teenagers weren't alive, like, 10 years ago, 12 yeah. years ago, yeah. so then, like, uh, who's, they're not going to know all the storylines yeah, and stuff. they should know most of them if they have good parents. The, the storylines, <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it goes beyond that, because there's storylines, the, the storylines that's convoluted in it are the storylines from the other two Actually, there's like seven games so that happened they, before it. Okay, so they kind of intertwine some of the other games that maybe these kids haven't exactly, played. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Uh, so I was like, eh, so yeah, that makes and I don't think they difficult. went back to play those, yeah. Um, but anywho, so that's our review of that. Um, we're going to start wrapping this up. You want to uh, 
Do a game and box it out? Yeah, let's do a game and box it out. All right, let's see. There it is. Ready? I'm ready. Box it out. Work it, make it, do it, make sense. You know the rules. We pick two random things and decide what would win in a boxing match. It's whimsy, nonsensical fun for the whole family. Are you ready for this? I am. This is our ghosting edition. We haven't done box it out for a while either. I know. All right, let's do this. All right. Ghosting. In a boxing match between Casper, the friendly ghost, versus Slimer from Ghostbusters. Oh man! I know. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, it's hard because I like Casper. Yeah, Slimer wins. Slimer wins. I, why, I, why does he win? Because Slimer is just the coolest of cool. Like interacts, slimes people, and is just having fun, man. Slimer means no harm, and Casper doesn't either. But Slimer's <laughs> just more comedy, I think. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I so, yeah. yeah. All right. So Slimer wins. All right. Okay. Next one. This one's also hard. And a boxing match between Beetlejuice versus Mufasa. Uh, I think I think Beetlejuice wins. Beetlejuice wins. Okay, I, why does he win? Because Beetlejuice is just evil to the to the core. I mean, Beetlejuice, 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 and like. But Mufasa is James Earl Jones, and he voices over Darth Vader. See. <laughs> This is true. All right. I don't know. Mufasa was bad. I like Mufasa, but I I still take Beetlejuice in this one because he can pull Mufasa into his world. That's true. Well, he has to be called out into into Mufasa's world first. That's true. That's true. You got to say his name three three times first. Okay. Am I I, I confusing you now? I think you would take Mufasa. I would take Mufasa. Okay. I take Beetlejuice. Okay. Beetlejuice for the win then. Yes. All right. And in next next boxing match, Force Ghost Yoda versus the Twins in the Shining. Twins in the Shining. Have man. you ever seen The Shining? Yes. So you know what I'm talking about in yeah. the hallway, the little yeah. girls. Red rum, red rum. Yeah. Yeah, they win. <laughs> they would beat up Yoda. <laughs> I, I think I think they would scare Yoda so much that he would run away. He's like. He's like, I'm good. My Jedi tricks are going to work that way. <laughs> exactly. Yes. All right. So the twins win from The Shining. All right. In a boxing match between Patrick Swayze and Ghosts versus Paranormal Activity. Oh, um, I'm going to have to go with uh, Paranormal Activity. Okay. How come? Be- because. Are you sure he can throw like some pots or something yeah, like at him? Or I, like a- it, no, he was a lover. He was a lover in Ghosts. So, you know, I, I, I don't think he'd win in a battle. To be honest. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. All right. Last two. Here we go. Okay. And a boxing match between Scooby-Doo Ghost versus Jack Skellington. Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo Ghost? Yeah. How come? Because he was such a scaredy cat, he'd know how to scare No, Scooby-Doo Ghost. A ghost from Scooby-Doo. Oh, a ghost from Scooby-Doo compared to who? Jack Skellington from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, Jack Skellington wins. How come? Uh, Because the ghosts in Scooby-Doo were fake. They were always some evil person playing a trick. This is true. So, yeah, Jack Skellington wins. Okay, Jack Skellington for the win. All right, here's the last one. Ready All for right. this? Yes. The Grim Reaper versus the Ghost of Christmas Past. Mm. Or the Ghost of Christmas Future, sorry. Okay, okay. Grim Reaper. Grim Re- I- Do you know what that the Ghost of Christmas yes. Future is from? Yeah. 
I think I think the the Grim Reaper wins. Grim Reaper wins. Why? Because they're essentially almost like the same they're character. Almost the same character, except the Grim Reaper. Mm-hmm. He comes to to take you away. You're done when he comes to see you. The Ghost <laughs> of Christmas Future. He is warning you of what's to come if you keep on the path. But he can redeem you, though. He can redeem you, but the Grim Reaper doesn't redeem nobody. Okay, that was dark. All right, <laughs> Grim Reaper wins. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and start wrapping this up All with right. our last segment, which is Listener Mail. Ooh, I like Listener Mail. I like Listener Mail, too. It's all right. Yeah. They do me. They do me well. Wake the f*** up. <laughs> all right. This one is from uh, Levi. What's up, Levi? What's going on, Levi? Are Le- you are you at the Levi Stadium? Anyway, <laughs> Levi writes, "How close are we to full dive VR, Levi? Do you know what full dive VR is? It's so full dive virtual reality, meaning like ye- like the Matrix, like okay, not literally like battery, like we're human batteries, but like it feels like we're fully immersed, like all of our senses are engaged. I, I think we're probably pretty close to that. I mean, I don't think um." Not yet, anyways. Would we get taken into the AI system? I believe one day they they want us to be controlled by AI in a way. But I don't. I, I think we must be close to that because you got so many different ways you can go with mechanics and body suits and mm-hmm. stuff that they've. I you know they've probably already made. They're just waiting to release it. We're all just sitting in the matrix right now. Yeah. Um. I think we're actually still pretty far away. Do you really? You I, th- I think we still have a while. Um. Just like they said, like. <laughs> What was it like? Twenty years ago, people were gonna be living on the moon in twenty years. Like they thought. Did you ever see Back to the Future Three? Yeah. Like they thought we we're gonna have flying cars and all this other stuff. But uh, well, there are flying cars though. People have made flying cars. They just haven't been regulated and allowed. That's because they're dangerous and they're not <laughs> good flying cars. <laughs> but 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 virtual reality. That's that's something a little different. We figured out the technology of virtual reality, right? But we not and to f- be fully immersed to the point where we're like, oh, this is real life now. Oh, so we're. But but what about? Virtual reality to if we're talking about full dive, like I, I, we're talking about into we feel like we're actually in the yes. computer. So like you think of like your neurological system is hijacked and now, you know, you're in a video game, but it feels like everything's real. You touch something. It feels like it's real. I don't think we're really far away from that because I think you can you can you can do that with like a, a bodysuit to where you get sensations and electrical impulses to make you feel like you're actually in it. I think there's I guarantee there's probably a technology already made. I mean, they can they can make a screen that you can roll up and it still have a screen and it still function while you're rolling it. Right. So they have bendable smartphones now where you can bend that screen Mm -hmm. all the way around. I'm, I'm bendable sh- phones, I'm, VR. I'm pretty, you already have the virtual reality. Yes, so we do. if you created but, a suit that would give you the sensations, I think you could feel like you're fully immersed, even though I think it would. Ha- it has to be more than just like a headset, because you okay. know, like you see, like the edges of the headset. Right. To me, I'm thinking like fully immersed. I'm thinking like boom, you're in it. Oh, got it. Um, okay. At least in my eyes, I think. That that would be like at that's least a hundred years. That's a way. I, I want to say a hundred years. I, I I think we're smarter and we have more technology than they they let us know we have. Um. So I I, I wouldn't know. I would say when they release that, I would say twenty years, thirty years. Okay. I I would think it would be the jump between, like just how um, the Wild West to now 
I think that was like a hundred years. Yeah. I think we just need like one of those technological jumps and I okay. think we'll be good. Okay. So either way, so love you between 20 to a hundred years. All right. All right. This next one is from Matthew. What's going on, Matthew? What's up, Matthew? Matthew writes, what is the best online TV service? YouTube, Netflix, or Amazon? Matthew. Mm, I, I, I think they all have their different bests and mm-hmm. worsts. I, There's I definitely do. benefits. There's benefits to all of them and, and downfalls to all of them. Now, I've tried these except for Amazon, so I don't know. Amazon sucks. Oh, okay. So yeah, then it's just going to be between YouTube and Netflix. Yeah, okay, because you can't, you can't stream on your phone to like your TV if you have like a, a, oh, really? a share casting thing. Yeah, yeah. I have never been able to get Amazon to do it. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah. Um, okay, so what are the pros and cons of YouTube and Netflix? Um, for... Netflix, um, you, the pros would be you get uh, all the binging that you'd want ever. Um, you get new movies um, sectioned for you every month. Um, and you get to potentially get it for free if you share with somebody. So, yeah. I mean, that's like a, a 100% plus thing right there for me. Um, the, the negatives for Netflix would be that as soon as uh, Disney makes its own streaming service, then they're going to lose like half of their great stuff. Yeah. Um, what other bad, the, you, it's not live TV for Netflix. Okay. Um, it's all yeah. streaming, yep. uh, all, um, you know, pre-recorded right. stuff. Um, for YouTube, I would say the plus is that the ability to kind of reach it anywhere, Yeah. whether it be your phone, whether it be, you know, your smart TV, your laptop, what have you. Um, you can, I, I guess you can also do that with Netflix as well. So they have that there, but it's not live. So YouTube definitely has a live aspect right. of it. Um, the downside to YouTube is probably the monthly cost. I, I don't, I'm not sure how much it costs. I'm pretty I sure do. how much. Well, I, I pay a combination, um, between, uh, for, uh, it's, uh, YouTube, mm-hmm. Red and Google play music. Okay. And it's fourteen ninety nine for oh. both. So I get as much music or whatever music I want to mm-hmm. and I get YouTube. And what is your experience with, uh, it's you, what is it called? YouTube. Uh, it's YouTube Red. YouTube Red. So it's like they is have it really live good, TV. Uh, well, so YouTube Red is one of the features is you you don't see commercials. You don't okay. see advertisements. So if you're watching something, you don't have to wait for an advertisement and then skip it to get to your video. Gotcha. Okay. Don't have that. You know how if you're watching a long video, it breaks mm-hmm. it up and then you get it in between. I, I don't deal with any kind of advertisement. Um, the the other thing is is I can turn my screen off and still listen to what I'm mm. watching. Um, and then you also get. Wait, they had that in red? That's why they don't let us do it? Yep. (laughs) Oh, my God. You got to pay for it. Yeah. Wow. You got to pay for it. Um, That's hilarious. But then you also get their their features that they make themselves. Okay. Um, So, like, there's... uh, there's a couple uh, TV shows like there's a, I always forget the name of it's called Cobra Kai so it's yeah, kind of you know, know it's it's the television show based off of uh, Karate Kid mm-hmm. and it's as them as adults and then mm-hmm. there's another one it's had really uh, good reviews too yeah there's another one I watch um, I forget what it's called though I'm horrible with these names uh, uh, but he does like real world um, experiments to see if like theories are for real or if maybe there's some hiccups in these like scientific theories and it's actually pretty okay. cool. Um, so I, I actually enjoy that. And plus I get all the music I want to, I can put it in my library. I can't really keep the music, but mm-hmm. I don't buy music anyway. So for me, I can 
just go listen to whatever I want, make it a radio or make my own playlist out of different music or whatever I and want. And then no commercials. No what? commercials. Now, do you actually get... A, I thought YouTube also had like a streaming... like a, a streaming server. I mean, like YouTube had like a cable service where you, where you can actually see television shows. Does it not? I don't know. I, I, I thought that, they had well, some like testing I think with you, that. I think you can watch television shows. Um, I think people can upload stuff too now. Um, used to not be able to. I, I, I'm not sure mm-hmm. about that, but I like it because like I can watch news live. Um, I can watch whatever I want. I mean, okay. YouTube's great because you can search so many different things and 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 use it as a tool, or use it for uh, comedy. Or mm-hmm. like I watch a lot of like uh, conspiracy theory and like sci-fi, like um, mm-hmm. like Alien, like Area Fifty One stuff. Of course you do. I, I like that stuff. So, so my question for intriguing. you: If you had to lose one. If you could only keep one. I get rid of one. Netflix. Okay, I get go. rid so of Netflix. YouTube. There you and, go. Matthew. And I and I hate YouTube because they're censoring, well, not even censoring. They're just flat out pushing people off because of their uh, political beliefs. But I still would pick YouTube over just because of the nature of things I can find. I can get the people they kick off anywhere else. So there you go. Yep. <laughs> there you go, Matthew. Yep. All right. And this last one is from Connor. What's going on, Connor? What's up, Connor? Connor writes, do you think social justice is a cult? Connor. Do I think social justice is a cult? I kind of do actually. Okay. I think, uh, I don't No. No, I don't No. No. I, well, you are SJW. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it is a cult. I think it, it, a lot of it's brainwashing. How is it a cult? I think a lot of it's brainwashing. Because, How is it a cult? Because, because if you brainwash somebody, it kind of becomes a cult. You've brainwashed somebody into believing a certain way. So you're saying technically it's a cult, but it's not a cult. Yeah, technically. It, in, okay, so then it's in, not a cult. In, no, it's not a cult. I don't think it's a cult. I don't think you're going to have a leader go, okay, now let's all drink this Kool-Aid and everybody be found dead. No, hang on. I've, I've been I've been look, passing around my resume. <laughs> oh man uh yeah no no you're not gonna find uh, any extra bodies behind the comment under the sink you know so Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) so um i think you know when it comes to social justice i think that we as millennials too also have this um, i don't know this this personification of like being crybabies of trying to be overly um, uh, feeling of other people's emotions and how they feel. And I think that's kind of what uh, the attention for social justice, quote unquote, social justice warriors comes from. I think that is just a word for people to use to make them feel better about being opposed to someone who is trying to get the rights or freedoms of another side. So that, that is how I feel. Now, of course, I do know that there's extremists on both sides, whether they be going for, um, you know, what they see, extreme justice. Those people I don't agree with. Um, but I do feel the need to fight for the rights of people whose I feel that their rights are being imposed. So that's for me, though. Um, I consider myself a social justice warrior and I'd say that proudly. Yeah. Um, to me, it's just not, it's not innately bad. Um, I just think that, I think that whenever someone's looking, whenever we feel that we're on one side of a fence, we always look to the other side and be like, Oh, those people are evil. Yeah, I, I in a way, and you know, there's some social justice warriors out there that are, are they they're out there doing it for a right reason. 
um, not just because they heard it on TV or emotions are just running high and they feel like they need to do it. But and, and I'm I'm opposed to social justice warriors because it's uh, it it is almost to me a a, a crybaby sense in some views of it. Not everybody, but there's a lot of them who are crying because somebody said something mean or someone has an opposing view mm -hmm. from them. And, and, and what that does is it, it creates a, a society where there's no more conversation. It's just back and forth battering. And, uh, I think the conversation's missing. Um, social, social justice warriors tend to not all, but it, it tend to not want to actually have a conversation. They just want to tell people they're wrong and they need to watch out and do this and do that mm -hmm. where every, you should be free thinking and be able to, have opposing views and be able to talk about it and not hate somebody or or not like them because they have an opposing idea of something that you may think is very important because mm -hmm. they may have an idea that they think is very important and you don't yeah so like expanding on what you were saying i i agree i think um the social justice warriors who are peacefully protesting i'm with i don't agree with anyone who is getting into the face of another person yelling at another person, um, being threatening in you know, inadvertent ways to another person. And once again, that's not just on the SJW side, that's on both sides. Um, but that's how I feel. That's how we feel. Yeah. How do you guys feel? Write us at WWM podcast at gmail.com. Um, but I think that's going to be our time. We're going to start wrapping this up. Do you actually have any, uh, last things to say? Um, you know, I, 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 I kind of do. I, we miss America, but there was one article. It was this kid brought a live world war two, uh, uh, like hand grenade to show and tell. And that's Jesus what I was going to use for America. Christ. So go check out that article. And I just want to say thank you to Within Range for sponsoring us. And I'm a proud member of Team Within Range for tournaments. And uh, there's more to come. All right. And that has been our time. I'm Diodonis. And I am Truax. And we will catch you guys later. Peace. Bye. If you'd like your question asked on here, email us at wwmpodcast at gmail.com. Follow along like on Facebook at What's With Millennials. Follow on Instagram at WWM underscore show. And send us a tweet at WWM show. What's With Millennials Podcast.